you know, we're going to pop in for Mondays. I know we even go How everybody doing? How everybody been doing? I know this time has been crazy. I know drastic. You drive the city bus, so, you know, I hope everything's well. I hope you, you know what I mean? Everything, you're, you're well. Glad to see you on here. Jazz, you're a first line, front line in the <laughs> hospitals. Got both front liners, but you know, you're in the hospital. Yes, yes, I'm glad to hear. Jessica said he's well. Good, good yeah, to hear. Yeah. yeah, so the five minutes is on. Let's get this started. We'll just make drastic. We'll just make it. I'm Ali. Thank yeah. you for, for sharing. I see you. Who? Amelie. Oh, she shared? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. So drastic you up. We appreciate it. Oh, sugar. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Today, you know, we want to just really talk about you know, let's just get the start. The discussion started today. We want to really dis discuss conflict, and you know, are you afraid of conflict? And when you hear the word conflict, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Drastic. You have um. Oh, what's going on, Darrell? What's happening? We thought you was, you know, we thought you was gonna be absent today. Nice to see you. I don't see him yet. Drastic, I don't, your video is not coming up. I mean, let's start the dialogue and then we'll bring people on. So when, when being in relationships, whether friendships or intimate partnerships, we spend a lot of our time thinking of push, when to push and when to pull, when to speak, when to listen, and whose emotions are more important in any given moment. And when we look at emotions, emotions are a measurement of our beliefs and our convictions. This leads us to the discussion. This leads us to this the topic in this discussion today. Um, feelings should be factored, be a factor, but not our decision makers. Yeah. So we want to start everybody off with, you know, how do you, what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about the part emotions play within our relationships? Or within our and within our decision making. Yeah, we'll wait for the comments. Trying to get well, I'll sit here and try to get people on. There yeah, and as I sit here still trying to get on Facebook. <laughs> so I got drastic. I'm 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 back. Got the right. Okay. Who else raised their hand to be on? Oh, like <laughs> looking like Shug Knight back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, like, like, good. <laughs> so before you got on, Drastic said, 
I believe that emotions influence our decisions, but don't have to be the final say. Mm -hmm. And the rails, I guess his screen didn't pop up yet. Oh, so the comments are coming up here, Aziz. Oh, if yeah, they're going fast though. So J Jasmine says something and then Jessica. Yeah, I seen everything. Oh, okay. What did Jazz, Sorry. what did they say? Well, it came up really fast and then left, so. I was trying to be of some, some assistance here. Yeah. Jasmine said emotions. Oh, well, you disappeared. Oh, me? Yeah, a oh. little bit. Jasmine said emotions are often what we as people are led by, which is why a lot of our bad decisions are made. We often allow emotions to override our senses. And then Jessica said, I think emotions control people most of the time. And you got to make a conscious effort to keep them in check, which we agree. Yeah. Definitely. Well, we often find ourselves in situations where we can't really articulate why we feel the way that we feel or why we are making the decision that we are making because it's based on a feeling. Yeah. So at that moment, we're feeling a way, but yet we can't really explain it. And, and, and we just know that I feel a way. And I know when I'm speaking to people, that doesn't really sit well with me because you should explain why you feel away. Okay, it shouldn't just be this feeling. Drastic hit you, definitely. Jessica, are you joining us today? Yeah. I just want everybody on. Okay, so Jessica's not gonna be a panelist. Okay, and Jazz will come as soon as she can. So, so I mean, what do y'all think? I want to give everybody the floor to really have this discussion and really start this dialogue. And give y'all the floor to really discuss this topic. All right, so I'm trying to remember um, exactly what you said in the post as you was uh, promoting the, the discussion for tonight. Yeah. I think you said something to the effect of at what point do we draw the line between making a decision to i don't want to put words in your mouth but i think it has something I mean, to do you with you can paraphrase you can paraphrase yeah, when, do, when 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 do your principles um are more important than than your emotions you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i i think your principles should always be more important than your emotions you know because um the, the way i look at it is like when you're talking about an intimate relationship with a significant other I could be head over heels in love with a woman, but if that relationship is violating my principles, I will I walk away as if my emotions are not even affected, even though it's tearing me apart inside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that's the way I look at it. I think your 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 principles, especially when they're grounded on, you know, when they when when they're grounded on 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 proper principles, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they they should never be overridden by your emotions. And I know that, and, and I know that could be easier said than done in some cases, you know what I'm saying? Because emotions can be intense, but I think it's important to be militant about that, that your principles should never be overridden by, by your emotions. Well, yeah, that's a good point. The thing about emotions is that it's fleeting. Like I could feel good today, feel like shit tomorrow. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't make decisions based on a short-term feeling. 
And a lot of times that happens. Or even just like a breakup. Like there's been times when I, well, there was a time where I broke up with someone. Um, we broke up. We were still friends on Facebook. And he was living his best life. Like he changed his relationship status to single. I was home feeling salty. All these girls were hit, were, was hitting like. You know what I mean? And I knew in that, and then that moment I wasn't really feeling it because I was still mourning the relationship. But I knew that that feeling was going to pass. So I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't delete him on Facebook because I thought, you know, I only feel like this right now. I'm not going to feel like this forever. And then as days went on, the feeling, like it, this feeling subsided and it wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? So I think that when you allow your, your feelings to dictate your, your decisions, it could put you in a, in, a, in a position where you may have to backtrack. So I think that's it, when you have principles in place, that helps you keep them in line. Definitely. And I, just, I, just, I also want to say that one thing that I like about Love is a Group Journey, which I, which I represent as a brand, I like that you have a belief system, you know what I'm saying? Because I believe that that's like, that's the beginning of having success. You know what I'm saying? So many people are just uh, shooting in the dark, hoping to, to hit a target, but you guys at least have a, a belief system that, you know what I'm saying, maps out and outlines what direction you want to go in because you're, you're, you're taking the time to define certain things, what it exactly means art articulately. And like, like I, I believe that's half the battle right there. You know what I'm saying? Having a belief system in place. Well, thank you so much, Drastic Measure. Yeah, we appreciate for it. For the compliment. <laughs> we appreciate it. I mean, what about you, Darrell? So I kind of hopped in right in the middle of the segment. Um, something was wrong with my computer, so I hopped in right when you was talking about the topic. So if y'all don't mind, can you kind of go over what the topic was and, 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 and then I'll begin to chime in? Well, we the, 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 the statement we made was feelings should be a factor, but not our decision makers. So we just started the dialogue through that. Okay. So what are your thoughts about that? You know, some people, like you, like we, like I said earlier, some people make decisions based on how they feel, not based on a principle. If they wake up feeling a way today, then they make a decision based on that. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, so my feeling, you know, as far as that is, I mean, you can't always make decisions based on your emotions. You can't like, you can't just do that, uh, especially with relationships. You know what I'm saying? You can't make you know, drastic, crazy, crazy, you know, choices and decisions just based on how you're feeling at the moment. I think you got to analyze what's going on. I, I think you need to, you know, sit down, think about what's going on before you make a drastic, uh, drastic decision. You can't just act on emotion because that can hurt the relationship. I've actually done that before, so I, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. And when you realized that, that you made that decision based on feelings, how did you, did you go back and apologize for that? Or you just kind of took it as a, I won't do this again and keep them and kept them moving. Yeah. So, I mean, you, so when you do that, you kind of, because at the end of the day, you make that decision and you always like, you're going to have to go back and apologize. You're going to have to like, at, at the end of the day, you're going to have to go back and reconcile that relationship because you made a decision based on your feelings at the time. Feelings change. Feelings go up. Feelings go down. You know, you might feel this way, feel that way. So you can't always base it on how you feel at the moment. You have mm -hmm. to analyze the situation and, 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 and make a proper decision logically. I think when you react too fast, which, I mean, I'm sure we've all been a part of that before, but when you react out of emotion, you're always left with, oh, I'm sorry. I messed up. Now, 
you gotta go back and reconcile when if you took the time to actually analyze the situation, a a uh, a, uh, a better decision could have been made. Definitely, you always gotta backtrack. How you doing, Yamale? Yamale, Miss John, How's everything. <laughs> um. I just wanted to give her a shout out, but yeah, I agree with you saying hundred percent. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest problems that we need to solve within relationships. Cause we are definitely always taught to be, to not just factor in emotions, but to allow the emotions to dictate the relationship. Mm -hmm. So based on your principles, I mean, if you was raised, if you was raised as a male in a certain in a certain society or a certain time and time frame, you know, you were taught that the woman's emotions supersede Joe's. You know what I mean? So when you enter in a relationship, you're a little nervous about entering that relationship or you're a little apprehensive because you feel a little handcuffed because, you know, something can be dead wrong, but you still are taught to factor in that emotion when it comes to dealing with a woman. And then with women, they're taught to stroke a male's ego, mm -hmm. which is also an emotional component because it does stroke our emotional, our emotional side. So when they come in, they're like, you know, I don't want to push them away. I don't want to go too fast. I don't want to put emotions on. I don't want to put my emotions out there because I'm a little nervous that they might, it might not be reciprocated. And, you know, there's a certain understanding of how we all believe things should be done based on the emotions. But when do we factor in the person? Mm -hmm. You know? And what's up, Joe? Hi, Joe. Yeah, he wants to be the panelist, so we bring him on. Yeah. No problem with that. Joe, a.k.a. Kevin. Is that the same? <laughs> yeah. So, so from a male perspective, I don't know how y'all were raised, but as far as talking about emotions and women, you know what I mean? I was always raised. Men don't cry. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Men, you hold your emotions in. Men, you gotta be strong. Men, you gotta be the, I mean, you gotta be the head of the household. You can't show your emotions. You gotta be strong for everybody. And you know, now that I'm in education, I feel like that's wrong. Because mm -hmm. I feel like you take that into, so me being 35 years of age, and you and, and and I'm taking that background into relationships where I'm not expressing myself as much, where I'm not, you know, letting people know how I'm really feeling inside. And you're letting it ball up, ball up, ball up, and and then you explode, which is what you don't want to do. So I mean, so I'm looking at it from a couple of different perspectives of uh, keeping that stuff in and, and not expressing it. But but that's just the way I was taught growing up. Now me being older, I'm actually I'm 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 doing a better job of, of opening myself up more. But that's just how I was taught for so long. I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that's just me. That's how I was raised. So when. When you say that you bottle stuff up, do you mean like you wouldn't speak up for yourself on things that bother you? Like you wouldn't be assertive in certain areas? Um, not, no, 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 not, not in that aspect. Meaning, um, something tragic happens, a death happens, you show no emotion. Um, you know, something, something's going wrong, something's crazy. Uh, you're showing no emotion. But what I've learned is that when you're in a relationship and something is bothering you, and you know the woman might be pulling her heart out. She might be crying. There was a point in my life where since, since I was taught growing up, tears make me upset. So if she's crying and she's being expressive and she's telling me what's going on and I'm wondering why she's crying. I was taught for so many years that you weren't supposed to cry. So why are you crying? 
So at some point, mm-hmm. Terry made me upset. You know what I'm saying, but I'm, 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 I'm different now. But I mean, but I'm just being real. That's that's how it was for me. Tears made me upset. So why are you upset? Why are you crying? So the, so the more you cry, the more upset I'm getting because you keep crying. Mm. So were you taught something else, um, Jostic? Um, I mean, I think that's that's pretty much like a blanket policy when it comes to males and in, in our Western culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Men don't cry, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's man up. Like you, you you've heard all of the cliches, so I definitely mm-hmm. could agree with it on that aspect, but I don't I never approached it on the same perspective as him as far as like getting upset because a woman is crying, you know what I mean? Because um we also, you know, in, in the same light have been taught that you know, women are allowed to express their emotions. Just like Aziz said earlier, we've heard all of the, all, you know what I'm saying, when he said, like, we put we put a uh, priority on a woman's emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, we've heard those cliches, happy wife, happy life, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like the goal is to make sure that the woman is happy without taking into consideration how the man feels and how it affects the dynamic of the relationship as a whole. So I never approached it from the aspect of feeling upset because a woman was crying, but I always did feel you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as a man, you ain't supposed to be crying, especially, especially over small things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, somebody somebody close to you die or something like that. Yeah, that's when you get the pass. But, you know, on a day-to-day basis, nah, as a man, nah, you don't cry. Mm-hmm. That was something, like, it, to add on, that was something that, like, Jasmine kind of was saying how it's a faith that's bigger than us. So when yeah. Relationship, you know, the success of a relationship is based on how what we believe in, the faith of what we believe in, things of that nature. Jessica added basically that, you know, if you sit back and you reflect on the overall relationship and see the two people, basically she's saying to see the two people inside the relationship. <laughs> and if you constantly have a negative emotion, then you really gotta look at how you're gonna respond to that person regardless of what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do think we were all taught, we were taught that, you know, and, and going back to what Darrell was saying, like there is a time when you're upset that a woman's crying based on the fact that it's hard for you to express that you feel manipulated because mm-hmm. she may be crying because she did something wrong. And it's like, this is my time to be expressive. This is my time to, 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 to basically let you know what's going on with me. And now you're crying and now we gotta deal with your emotions yet again. This is my time to be emotional. This is my time to be clear on things. And I'm sure women on the other end feel like, you know, why do I always got to cater this, this man understanding? Like a man has to be a man and he doesn't feel like a man. And how do you not make him feel like a man when they are strong in their views and they're strong in their convictions and they actually speak up and they're met with, with silence and distance and walking away and shutting down. So I think the overall point was yeah, we factor in emotions because we're trying to really get a gain a great understanding of when to express these emotions. When do emotions factor in? And I would say emotions is just like honesty. They're connected. It starts the dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's not about it being right. It's about that's how you feel and let's digest that. And when you have a partner, it's a partnership. So you have to look at them as equal. So yeah, we were as men raised in, in a certain way. We were as women in, in our culture, we were raised a certain way. But how do we break that cycle where we're starting to have healthy relationships? Because well, it's I not think... just a male and female relationships. There's gay, 
relationships, there's friendships, male on male. And the more sensitive man tends to dominate the, the emotional part of the relationship as well. You get what I'm saying? So how could we now factor in principle to lead us versus just always factoring in emotions? Or having well, emotions that, the main factor? Well, no, sorry. I think, I think it starts with understanding that no one can make you feel less than than yourself you know what i mean so when dealing with a man and i have um, i have a strong personality and you know i do believe that within the relationship everyone should have a role that makes sense for their strengths right so i think that if i'm, I'm not going to tiptoe around a man so that he could just feel manly like i'm not doing that and i need to be and i need to be with a man who's going to understand that but if he feels like less than a man that's on him i can't make him feel less than what he feels about himself and same for me, like nobody can make me feel less than what I feel about myself. So if I'm speaking to someone and I, and, and, and they say something that strikes a chord, it's because I was already feeling that way about myself anyway. So I think that it starts there. I think if everyone just took a second to think about what they feel about themselves, what their insecurities are, and deal with that instead of putting it on other people and having other people tiptoeing around their insecurities, I think that people will have a healthier connection so i think it starts with that what's going on so kevin so what you think there. i think if everyone just took a second to think about hey, Joe, what they feel about what's going on drag what insecurities are oh, guys what's good homie? somebody else talk oh is that jerry duplicated or something like yeah, yeah i don't know where that's about. coming from yeah Who's, that was that, coming from the facebook Oh, because okay. we just—I just now seen Kevin. You was on the Facebook live, and so yes. Mahogany, what's going on, Mahogany? I see you. Hi. Oh, she wants the Zoom link. Okay, she couldn't get on, so let me send her the Zoom link. But go ahead, Kevin. We want to hear your side. Well, as far as emotions concerned, um, I have emotions. You know, I cry with my wife. Cries with me. We cry with each other. Mm. Um, I think it's the love that we have for each other because we care for each other. Mm -hmm. um, you know, between health issues and any issues that we might be facing, she's she's my she's my backbone. She she is my backbone. Last week she wasn't here, but she's sitting next right now. Oh hi. Yeah, hello. Hey, Mrs. Falou. <laughs> You know, but, um, you know, it's just, you know, emotions. I Listen, when I cry, I cry. You know, it, it is what it is. And I don't care what anybody thinks about it. I truly don't. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it makes me feel better as a person. So I, so I wanted to um, just kind of respond to what he just said. Uh, like, now that I'm, like, now that I'm a little bit different, like, I, like, I agree with you. I mean, so I think that's a beautiful thing. So I was just stating, you know, growing up, you know, I was told something different. But now that I'm a little older, I mean, you know, that's the kind of stuff you have to get out. That's the kind of stuff that leads you to do things that, you know, I mean, you don't want to do. You know, you, like you have to get that emotion out. So I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So the link is in the bot. Link is in our in our chat on Facebook. So if anybody wants to join, they can. Um, I just wanted to um, go ahead. Bad. I don't mean to. 
I just wanted to chime in on 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 something that uh, Jerry has said as far as like nobody can make you feel a certain way. I definitely agree with with you on that, especially when you're confident on who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and you understand your identity. At the same breath, I do believe that sometimes people um, people try to present frames. You know what I'm saying? Like you got all of these memes that say like a real man would do this, a real man would do that. You know what I'm saying? on Facebook and stuff like that and Instagram and all of that. And I think there's, there's a certain level of people that actually operate with that mentality from both sexes. You know what I'm saying? Like they might, it's kind of hard for me to articulate what I'm trying to say, but like you being a strong, a strong woman, you might have a man that would um, speak to you in a way that would frame you as being too masculine. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you, like, do you feel, do, do you, I, I don't know if I'm articulating it, properly but do you understand what i'm trying to say like sometimes people might might um like what what are your feelings on that like when you're dealing with a with a personal relationship where a person's trying to set frames that are not necessarily accurate well it starts with us having the same believing in the same ideal of what a man and a woman their roles in a relationship so it starts there so when i'm meeting a guy that i'm really interested in those are the discussions that we have up front so if he believes that a woman should be a certain way and maybe she should not be as vocal and maybe, you know, you know, you see it a lot like those same memes where men are like, I worked hard. I just want to come home and not argue. You know what I mean? I just want to come home to a hot meal. I just want to like, I stay away from those guys because that's not the, the type of guy for me. Because if we have things to discuss and I want you to prioritize our relationship so we can have those discussions until we get it right. You know what I mean? So I, I, it starts with a conversation up front. It's it's a, everyone being honest about what they want within a relationship, what they believe in, and it starts there. And if I meet a guy who believes those things, then we just can't go beyond the friendship or maybe not even be friends, depending on how cool, you know, what other things we have in common, because there's certain things that he believes that I don't believe or I believe that he doesn't believe, and that's okay. So I think it starts there. Like just ha- like I think more people need to have those those discussions up front because I I'm very outspoken. So when I meet people, I put that out there because I want them to understand who I am and to buy in. If they don't I don't want to be tolerated, so they have to buy in. They have to mm. to to embrace me. They have to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be with a guy who thinks that it's all good for 10 seconds. And then after a while, like you talk too much, you always, always have something to say and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Where I'm being tolerated. So there's certain things that I ask in the beginning because there's, so the, it, it can be a red flag for me. So I do think that if more people had those discussions and were honest up front and got past the, oh, I'm really attracted to her. Oh, I'm sexually attracted to her. Oh, I want to have sex with so-and-so. If they started to have those real discussions up front, then, it, then people could avoid a whole bunch of, heartache time spent being with somebody or trying to get to, to know somebody that's not going to go anywhere definitely um, on, let me say what's up to mahogany and and mahogany hey, hi mahogany hey what's up mahogany oh she's ready to be a panelist jerry i agree with you 100 percent. thank you but that's my biggest thing like my biggest thing is i never want to just be tolerated yeah so in order for me not to be tolerated, I have to be with somebody or have friends that are all in and, and, and appreciate my strengths and not use it against me. Because I do believe that me being outspoken, me being assertive is a strength, is not a weakness. 
Mm-hmm. So anybody that that tries to muffle me is not a person for me. Yeah, the hey. queen agrees. So drastic. <laughs> from Facebook, she agrees. Yeah, drastic. So yeah, what's up, Joe? My question to you, maybe, 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 maybe it wasn't you that asked this. You said you, you were talking about a man feeling that he was real. What is a real man? What is a real woman? Mm. You know who who's dominant. You know, who's the person that's going to take control? Should be zero, should be one and one, which makes two. You know, um, my wife loves to cook for me. You know, she cook her butt off, okay? Um, when I come home, she has a meal waiting for me. If she, if I'm not working and she comes home, there's a meal for her and a meal for our kids. You know, we, we work it together. So... The statement of being a real man and a real woman comes to those guys or girls that just want to try to, I feel that, that want to take control of, that want to take control of the relationship. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if you can't split it 50-50, then don't split it. Yeah, what, I was referring to, what I was referring to when I said uh, a real man does such and such, there's a lot of um, comic you froze drastic. Drastic froze. Yeah. I thought it was me again. Damn it. It is you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but I guess he froze, but I'm gonna do this. A, a, real, a real man would put okay, his cold puddle for me. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't do that, you're not a real man. You know what I'm saying? So on and so forth. But I definitely agree with you. I feel that whoever should dominate and control in a relationship, um, that it, it it depends on the area where that person has a strength in. You know what I'm saying? If if, if if you got a strength on cooking or your wife got a strength on cooking, that person should hold fort down in the kitchen because that's your strength. Whoever got the strength on handling money, you know what I'm saying? They got a vision for getting your credit right and, and, and increasing the family's finances and getting you guys to, to establish more more wealth and more um assets and stuff like that. That person should be in charge of the, of, of the finances, so on and so forth. Whoever got a strength in a particular area, in my opinion, that should be the one that dominates that area. Okay. Yeah, I, but it also has to. Yeah, but it also has to be discussed. Mute mahogany. So it's one like so I can't be resentful because my man is 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 man in the finances, and I can't feel like damn like I I I'm slow or I'm I'm not really that smart because I can't I can't manage the money. You know what I mean? Like it has to be something that has to be discussed between both people and they both have to agree that one person's better than the other and buy into that because a lot of times yeah. again we buy into things that sound good in the moment and I've done it so <laughs> it sounds good in the moment but it's really because I can't think of a better solution so I buy in because it sounds good and I don't want to let and, and I don't want to let my emotions take over so it's like yeah you know it sounds good but then I don't really I don't really buy into it because I really don't think that, although I may be insecure in that area, I may think that, you know, damn, like, what 40-year-old woman can't manage their own money? You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that it's really important that two people have that conversation on who's better at it. It doesn't mean that you're bad, and maybe you are, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're terrible at it. It just means that the other person's better at it. So it's it's yeah. it comes across as if it's effortless as opposed to you managing the money or shuffling up a meal if i could shuff up a meal way faster and a lot better than you can then why not you know what i mean so it's really key to have that to have that dialogue and have that conversation because again people buy into things 
and they and yes we're all adults and if i say i'm going to do it if i if i say i'm okay with it then that should be my word and we should should should, should move on right but sometimes that's not the case people kind of fall into this dance of you know people taking on certain responsibilities without talking about it but it needs to be talked about see i feel like so drastic so i feel what you're saying as far as um if a person is better at this then that person should take control of that and then i feel what jerry's feeling as far as that should be discussed up front from my experience i think you fall into a trap or you fall into conflict bad conflict when one person is doing way more than the other person meaning all right you're good at the money are you good at cooking? Are you good at cleaning? Are you good at this? You good at that? And the one person is just not contributing. I think that's when you fall into conflict. So I definitely think that you should discuss that kind of stuff up front. Definitely. I wanna I wanna go back to what Joe was saying, as in regards to um, like we're teachers of relationships. So we have these discussions. We want to really educate. We want to really inform. And having information means defining your terms. So I think the you can say somebody's a, a like quote unquote real man or real woman. When you define that term, you're trying to establish a the groundwork for what is expected of a of a of a, of a man that actually is going to live a lifestyle of a man that's graduating to adulthood. And you actually want to have the foundation of a woman who actually graduates into adulthood. Now we have all these other things that go on that we're like, okay, you're a woman if you cook. Like they attach roles to it, which is different, mm -hmm. but it does deal with the principles and what's expected in certain things when it comes to genetics, when it comes to why you're attracted to the opposite sex, why you're attracted to the same sex. Why, you know, you have to have those understandings and being a man establishes that. So I think that question make, allows people to really understand and ask themselves, what is a real man? What does it mean to be a real man? What does it mean to be a real woman? And I think it starts with identifying I'm a man, what does, it, what does it mean to be a real man? So I think you made a great point. Am I ego driven? Is that what a man is? Am I all physical attributes? Is that what a man is? When you define what a man is, what you're gonna do? You're gonna teach your son that same understanding of what a man is because you believe that's going to advance your son in life and in his relationships, right? When a woman defines who she is, a quote unquote real woman, when she has a clear understanding of what it takes to be a, a upstanding woman, because that's what they really want to say, a, a, a progressive woman, that's what they really want to say. They're going to teach their daughters, this is what it takes to actually be successful in this life and in this relationship and things of that nature. So I, we, we think it's important to define your terms, but what goes wrong is a lot of people define these things purely on things that are like they are controlling so it's like oh i'm, I'm a man because i'm the physical dominant force so then it becomes a bullying thing so when the woman shows she can beat the man now is she the man you get what i'm saying <laughs> so this is where it gets to this weird place what defines we we do need to search for what defines a man so we can start educating and teaching our men our boys to grow into men. And we really have to understand and identify what defines a woman. And going back to our topics, we all have emotions. Mm -hmm. We all have emotions. So we've got to stop putting the emotion on, it's all it's an all woman thing. Or in this aspect, it's an all man thing. We all share the emotions. So we got to decide through our principles and through our beliefs and through our relationships, when is it time to 
actually factor in the emotional aspect and when it's time to disregard the emotional aspect and move forward in a progressive way, in a more logical way. And I think that's what we have to start juggling with. But Mahogany, I see your mute is off, so do your thing. <laughs> now, I just wanted to piggyback what you said, because I think defining terms across the board is what's necessary. Like, the reason why many believe that um, it's just uh, like emotion is a woman thing is because they haven't defined what emotion is. Definitely. Right? that everyone thinks emotion is just crying or, you know, and, and stuff like that. When emotion, men show more emotion than women majority of the time, the re your reactions are just different. Men and women react different to emotion, but all of us are showing emotion. Yeah, anger is an emotion. Definitely. Mm -hmm. definitely. So, I definitely felt oh, that. Oh, can't, we can't hear you. You can't hear me? No, oh. now we can. Okay. Uh, did I have my hand over this the the, the speaker? Um, clear now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sorry about that. I mean, to add to what she's saying, like we have we have emotions taped to taped to our cabinet, so our, you know our two yokers can show us every day how you feeling. What's your emotions? What emotions you have? What are you feeling? Being emotionally intelligent the best gift you can give people mm -hmm. right so we define being human as being emotional when they see a person that's emotionally intelligent they tend to think that they're not human because they factor in the emotion they're able to take in the emotion and display it in a, such a positive and healthy way that it's harder for people to really identify with that person but truly what being human is is the ability to be reason and find reason and evidence so once you have a clear understanding, yeah, you're going to process things a lot quicker than other people. But therefore, it makes you a teacher. We're a teacher of, of life. You get what I'm saying? We're teachers of life. So once you have an understanding, what makes you human is being a teacher of life. Not, I make mistakes, but I made a mistake and I'm willing to now do what's possible to correct that mistake. That's what makes us human. The mistakes are like more impulses. That's what makes us animals. That's what makes us mammals. We actually rack on the impulses, just quick thought. What makes us human is our ability to see 10, 10 moves ahead after you make those mistakes. And it is identifying that emotion, identifying how you're making somebody feel. Because we all have seen it or been a part of it where the person cheats on us and they crying. And you like, wait a minute. <laughs> they done stole your thunder and you cheated on me. They use the emotion as a weapon versus the emotional intelligent thing to do is suck up your emotion, taking what's going on. And if you truly want to repair the relationship, you have to first identify that you did something wrong, right? They say, I cheated because you wasn't paying me no attention. Huh. Does the or I cheated because cheated. I was just selfish. <laughs> yeah, because you had no integrity. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Does the ends fit the means? And I mean, it, it's been... Everybody's been in relationships where they're like, yo, I really, I really care about this person, but yo. But this ain't I'm, it. I'm tired. I'm tired of them. So, you know, it's, it's very easy when somebody is at your job, feeding you information, being nice to you, being everything that that partner isn't. And it's easy to drift off into that understanding, right? A lot of the cheating, unless you plan it, 
it's something that happens over time. It's something that they catch you at the right time, at the right moment, and you actually just veer off, right? But at the end of the day, you got to think of the repercussions. And doing that is not being in your emotions. You see the emotions, every time we go back to emotions, it's a momentary thing. It's where you are at that present state. It's not thinking of the future. Conviction allows you to think of the future. Your principles allow you to think of the future. Do I have enough integrity not to step out on my partner, even though I'm having feelings for this person? Do I have, do I have the integrity to actually walk up to my partner and have that real discussion with them? You see what I'm saying? So I think that's where we have to really figure out where emotions factor in. And our whole thing is becoming emotionally intelligent. Identifying yeah. your emotions, getting a great understanding of your emotions. And also to add to that, not feeling entitled with, by, with the emotions. So I think that's another thing too. Like we meet a lot of people and I've done it before where I feel a way and I want to hold on to that feeling and no one can change that feeling. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. I feel a certain way. So everyone has to understand that. And I think that that's another thing that we should touch on as well. Like, how do you feel about either you being the person that feels like they're entitled to their feelings or being around other people that believe that they're entitled to their feelings? Like, how, how do you maneuver in those spaces? Because I think that that's important as well. As soon as somebody starts talking feeling, you can't argue feelings. Like, what do you do? I know sometimes, like, if somebody is leading in that way, I, I kind of take a second and step back thinking like, what's going to be my next move? Because I can't say, hey, you shouldn't feel that way because it's their feelings, right? So like, what do you do? So, well, yeah. I feel well, like, I say, go ahead, you can go. I feel like everyone is entitled to their feelings. Yeah. But being entitled to your feelings doesn't change the fact that you got to understand that um, whoever you're dealing with is entitled to respond to those feelings or have their feelings about those feelings <laughs> you know what i mean like you can still i can i can i can feel all types of things right and and you're correct like you can't tell me not to feel what i'm feeling mm -hmm. it's, it's what i feel however mm -hmm. um i can't tell you that your response to those feelings is wrong either right you know what i mean like we often we we're like oh i feel like i i and somebody let me stop talking in my language for as you skip me all right you know i feel i feel like um i feel like like okay let's 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 bring a, a a real a real situation in like the conversation that we we all had right in mm -hmm. regard to how i felt about dealing uh someone dealing with me in a certain way right it was a feeling you can't negate the feeling but now the what came from that feeling my response to that feeling made the other person feel away right mm -hmm. because it said something about their character mm -hmm. so now i can't be mad that you feel like i came for your character i have to think about how i respond to my feelings in order you know what i mean in order for that to navigate a little different well, the reason why I brought up the entitlement, because a lot of people that I came across, when they feel, when they, when the minute that they say that I'm entitled to my own feeling, they're putting up a wall, they're shutting down, they don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a defense mechanism. It's, yeah, it, 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 it's a defense mechanism. Most of the and it, it, it is. 
It's a motion. Would it say that one more time? A motion it's a black, black man. Agreed. So that's so it it so that's where I, that's where I want to go at with the entitlement because once once someone says that to me, I already know they 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 shut they shut down the studio. So I already know that they don't want to really go any further than that. And it's and I know that you know when things get heightened and you may be in your feelings that sometimes you may need a second or two or maybe a day or two to kind of really think about what's, your, what's gonna be your next move. But I do think that we all have a responsibility to each other. So how much time do you give a person that is entitled to their feelings, shut the whole situation down, and how do you, how do you continue to connect with a person that way? That's an excellent question. Okay, let's, let's, just, let's just put things in perspective. Everybody excellent has question, a right Jerry. to feelings. Everybody has a right to express their feelings. You don't have a right to that feeling. You have to identify what the feeling means. So entitlement is having the right to certain benefits or privileges. It's an earned thing. So you gotta understand when people say entitlement, it's something you earn. It's not something you're born with. The right, you are born with certain rights. That's already, in, that's already embedded in the way we should socialize. So we always use entitlement. And everybody that says that I've ever heard they're trying, to, they're trying to justify their actual emotions over logic. Mm -hmm. I never heard anybody use that when it's, they're trying to progress in any form or fashion. What do you mean? I feel? No, I'm entitled to I'm my entitled. Feelings. Oh, okay, okay. I'm entitled to my feelings as a defense mechanism. And everybody feels it when it's being said to them. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows when they have the greatest point and then that person says, yo, I'm entitled to my feelings, though. <coughs> How do you I, don't that? I, don't, I don't find I anything wrong with entitled to your feelings. But like I said, because I, I do, I, I believe that we are all entitled to our feelings. I don't believe that we are entitled to feeling as though um, our feelings and how we respond to our feelings have, don't have repercussions because they do. Right. I mean, so I feel like we feel like we all entitled to our feelings, but just because you feel a certain way don't mean I got to agree with you. So I I feel I feel that you're a smug human being, right? Cool. How am I entitled to that? How that how did I come to that benefit or that privilege? What is a smug? Well, you human are you are. That is what is what does that mean? Smug. I don't I really feel like you way about you. I'm saying if I said that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I feel no. I'm just trying to say what is a smug? That you you stuffy. You don't want to hear nobody else's views, nobody else's opinions. Okay. You're a smug human being, right? I'm entitled to that. How did I? How did I come to that determination? That's the next question. That's how, that's how you combat that, Yeah, that's a discussion. That's the discussion. I know, but that, that's what I'm saying. The entitlement means that you, have, you actually had a, a privilege. Like, I now work overtime entitled to pay. Entitlement is a, is a relationship. It's something earned. I want y'all to really look at the word. Because okay. right now we're going off of feelings. We're not going off of the health of a relationship. So we were taught unhealthy things and unhealthy language, and we just use it willy-nilly. So you basically didn't say to You have the right to voice your opinion about right. how you feel. Mm -hmm. Let's so not you, be lazy. Let's say what it is. I have the right to voice my opinion about how I feel and start the dialogue. But I'm entitled already means that I earned that feeling. Okay. Yeah, but oh, they yeah, might be yeah, correct, yeah. though. They, I'm, not, they might. I'm, not dealing, I, I'm not talking in terms of entitlement. I wasn't yeah. talking. I was talking about having the right to have an That's opinion. what I was trying to correct the language, because I don't want everybody. 
Like, you have the right to feel. You have the right to express that feeling. You don't even have the right to feel what you're feeling because you don't even know what you're feeling is accurate. Yeah, agree. Yeah, but that, but that's I believe that's where the discussion comes into place though because it's possible that that person actually did earn the right to feel that way. You just haven't yet determined whether that's the case or not. That's the beginning of the conversation. I'm 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 like I'm entitled to my opinion. I believe that you're smug using your example. Mm-hmm. So now the discussion begins. Definitely. What makes you believe that? What makes you feel what what makes you believe that I'm smug? How did you come to that conclusion? And that's, you know what I'm saying? If that person's willing to engage with that conversation, now you can have some dialogue and, and actually gain an understanding from each other's perspective. If not, now that person's being lazy and you, and you can't go forward. You know what I'm saying? I want you but to you do your about, part by asking them, oh, go how did they come to that conclusion? I agree. It starts a dialogue, right? But I want you to look at what entitlement means. Entitlement means it's already something earned. So you're not even having dialogue. I saved the country. I just, I'm entitled to a medal, of honor, a medal of honor. You already established it. There's no discussion being had. When they don't pay you your paycheck for working overtime, you walking in the office, there's no discussion. You're already entitled to it. Mm-hmm. As so a, defining evidence on why you're not entitled until you, like what you said, until you identify, you break down why the person's smug and they clearly can see why they're smug. And now it's like, now I'm entitled to calling you smug because I earned it. I broke it down. You're only entitled to things that you earn and you earn through work. You earn through putting in the work. You can't just walk in a relationship and say, yo, I'm entitled to a good woman without being a great man. Mm. That doesn't wow. make sense. But mm-hmm. people say that. And pe- I hear people say that to people that are horrible people. Yeah. Just- <laughs> you're a horrible and they'll be like, yo, you deserve, so- you deserve somebody great. And you know me. You're not even great. Yeah, how you figure. But entitlement is used across the board. How is that person entitled when they didn't even earn that title of being great themselves? So we all have our own opinions. So what should we say in in order to state that? You have an opinion, I have an opinion. So so I get what you're saying. We shouldn't use the word entitlement, right? We're not entitled to say this. We're not entitled to stay yet because to your opinion, you didn't earn that, right? So how should we restate that? How should we tell someone, listen, I have a right to my opinion. I'm going to express my opinion. I don't think you should have to say that because that's already known. It's already known. Like you feel what you feel. That's why you're holding the discussion. Mm-hmm. Anytime you repeat, anytime you have somebody, somebody's repeating something that's obvious, they're, they're, they're in that state of, of defense and they're in that, yeah. state, like they already think you're not listening. They already think you don't understand what they're saying. Think of all the times you said it because I know all the times I've said it. I really thought the person couldn't hear me. Same. Person didn't understand. I was already in defense mode. Now, whether I had the right to be in defense mode or whether I was accurate, I'm still defending myself. I'm still defending mm-hmm. my point of view. But how would you say that? We all have opinions. That's a guarantee. But how do you funny. do in a relationship that's a fact? Two people working together, working towards one destination. How are you dealing with the fact that you are trying to be a couple and you're just letting them have opinions that are that aren't found. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. You know, that bad. Okay, yeah. I got that. How is that helping? Well, well, while everyone thinks about that and that sinks in, <laughs> um, <laughs> t- whoever didn't share the Facebook Live, take a take a minute and share the Facebook Live. 
because this is a good discussion and we want more people to to be able to to, to um take yeah. in the discussion oh. join in so if you guys already didn't do it um share the facebook live feed i mean from, Aziz, from aziz's point of view just i've been saying that for years and, and now i'm thinking about how i'm saying it like as far as using the word entitlement as far as stating an opinion i just never thought about it like that um you know we you know, to your point, yes, it's obvious that we all can make our own opinions, but the word entitlement. Mm -hmm. It's emotional warfare. There's people the right to say what they want to say. Like, we clearly, we clearly, everybody who's seen our journey, they know the different things we've been through, right? So we've been, we, we used to have a group. Drastic was with us from the beginning. So we used to have a group. And we used to sit there and, and talk to people all the time, you know, have discussions. And once we made, because, you know, we, we, this is what we do. So it's hard to compete with an expert in mm -hmm. their field. And you're coming in a novice. But when it comes to relationships, everybody has an opinion. Even if they're in unhealthy relationships all the time. They're still telling you how relationships should be run. Right? Mm -hmm. So we're sitting back and we're like, yo, friendships, friends have value. Like what separates a friend from an associate from a, a stranger like you use words because there's levels to the words. That's a fact. Can we all agree on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. People that were saying, yo, well, it's different how friendship work and all that stuff. And we'll get into back and forth with people. And it really hurt our brand based on the fact that we just want to educate, we just want to inform, and we want to have progressive discussions. But now when we start becoming Hitler, that's how they felt. You see what I'm saying? They went off of how they feel, and we're going off of education. We was literally hot copy and pasting definitions and we was doing the research and actually showing them what was going on. Mm -hmm. Explaining to them, like we really wanted to educate them, but all they wanted to see at the time was like, they wanted to be validated, which is connected with the feelings. How do you join a relationship to be validated as opposed to advancing each other? And that's a question you need to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to any relationship to validate my worth. My worth is already there before I enter it. Mm -hmm. I'm mm. But that goes back to what I, I said I about advance that person, and that person could advance me. Mm -hmm. That's what separates a stranger, a associate. When you meet people that you know is in your best interest and will advance you, and you know you have something to offer their life, not just they offer you something. That's a relationship. That's a healthy relationship. A lot of people don't see it that way, even though you're accurate in what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people will separate and distinct it. Like, like there's a lot of similarities between your platonic friend and, and your spouse. But a lot of people don't see it that way. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure some of y'all have been dating someone casually. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you've even been intimate with them, but you didn't take it to the next level yet. And mm -hmm. then when, when you actually start, your, your feelings get involved and you express that to that person, now they feel entitled to deal with you on a different level. You know what I'm saying? They feel entitled to, to, to check you and question you on stuff that they, that they never would have felt comfortable even being assertive in that area before. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like the dynamic changed once more emotions got involved. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe that the, the, the mass majority of people believe that there's certain levels of entitlement associated with certain titles. You know what I'm saying? Is the entitlement with the emotion, like you entitled to your emotion. So I can be dating, I can be dating a woman and I'm literally just straight with her. 
Like, I'm never going to be with you. I'm dating you because <laughs> you're my, you're, you're, you're somebody that I, I'm attracted to. You're somebody that I want to be physical with. I mean, this was more how I was early in, in my life. You know what I mean? When I, we was talking about me being scared of relationships. And I used to just tell them straight up, I'm not going to be in a committed relationship with you or with the next person. I'm going to be dating everybody. Whoever I want to date, I'm going to date. And nothing's more straight than that. Right? Mm-hmm. But once the feelings came in, the feelings came about, it superseded all that, back to what you're saying. Absolutely. So now, I became the horrible human being when I, I told him straight up what it was. I became the manipulator. I became the mean person. I became all these things because you decided to not deal with what was going on. And you decided to find in me what you should have found in another man that wanted the same things you wanted. Mm-hmm. So now, well, then, a lot of our political, and it's getting bad because our world is really reacting off a of feeling, and you can't quantify feeling. No. You can't quantify. Drastic. Um, I, what you were talking about, everything that you were saying, I, I, I truly believe in. We, we, we work in that atmosphere. Um, for, those, for those that don't know, we work together. And um, it's kind of hard to choose who's a friend and who's an associate mm. and who's fake and who's phony. Mm. It's, it's just a rough situation. That's why I keep it home. And I keep it home. Don't take it anywhere else. I don't take it to the left or the right. You got to keep, keep it home. Wise part. Yeah. You know, it's, excuse me? That's a wise part to, di- yeah. to differentiate. It's, yeah, it's, 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 a warf- it's a rough world out here. You know, we're, we're dealing with this virus. And before we were dealing with the virus, we were dealing with people just being dishonest in both friendship and relationships. You know, um, you know they 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 they're quick to pick up that axe and hit you in the back with it after they finish talking to you. Like everything was all good, and it's not all good. You know, I have a therapeutic definition of a pull up is making a person aware of their negative behavior and at the same time reinforcing yourself. Um, you know, I, I believe in the reinforcement part because every you know, like I said, they will stab you in the back. They'll slap you in the face. They'll spit you in the face. I think we all had have had uh, experiences with people who weren't on the up and up. But right. at some point, don't you get to a place where you can see who's who and what's what prior to those things happening? Absolutely. And that's why I keep it home. <laughs> that's why, That's why, like I said, I don't go to the left or the right. I keep it home. You know, um, I, I, I trust what I have in my house. That both be, you know, my spouse and my kids, you know, of course, mom, dad, you know, sisters and brothers, I do trust them 100%. And, um, you know, it's, I, I, I try not to bring it outside because, like I said, you will get stabbed. You will get stabbed. I've seen it just too many times. Drastic, I'm sure you agree. You know, we've seen it too many times, you know, and it's just, it's devastating. You know, you, you, you put your heart into, a friendship and then slap that easy that easy yeah. you have know. you defended have you defined terms in your friendships uh, say that one more time 
have you defined terms in your friendships the same way we speaking of defining terms with relationships have you absolutely absolutely um drastic and i will we will sit at a table at our job you know for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours i have nothing negative to say about him if i've ever had anything negative to say about him i say it to his face and he knows that you know you know, it's 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 just rough. I think I think it's a bigger. This is a bigger issue. This goes back to what we was. I mean, it comes back to the topic all the time. The topic was emotion should be a factor, not our decision making. Yes. So faith, faith should be your decision maker, right? So what you're saying is this: it's rough. Yeah, it's hurtful when you're going mm-hmm. through this. But the fact that you say, okay, I close up and just keep it home. Why are you not still searching for like-minded people? Like, where, where in the process did you, through the emotion, did you lose your faith? Because this person did, whoever did it, stabbed you in the back, took your faith away, and all you did was just close up and shelter yourself away from potential people. I could answer that. I mean, I don't want to answer that for him, but no, y'all both can answer it because he, like, he put you in it. Yo, when, you, when you're asking that question, though, that's like you're asking why are you not still searching for those needles that are in abundant haystacks? You know what I'm saying? Like, those needles exist. There's a lot of hay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I hope everybody understands my analogy. Like, there's yeah. quality people that are still in the world, but there's a lot more unquality, a lot more okay, people that's not quality. Again, are you looking for quality? Are you looking for quality? Or quantity. Because uh-huh. anything quality is going to take a while to get. You're a millionaire? You're still chasing that bread, right? <laughs> Millionaires are needles in a haystack, right? That's a fact. Okay, but yeah, you're still that's chasing a... that bread, right? Exactly. But that's so you a good started, point. You retreated, to a physical, you retreated to something tangible as opposed to sticking to your faith because people out there stole it from you. Mm-hmm. You can chase that's money that's needle in the haystack. You can chase the pursuit of having a great unit behind you. Your life will be ten times better when you have five people working on one accord. I can guarantee you that. Absolutely. But like Mahogany said, it's about really defining your terms. So yes, it's you're not going to have a million friends. You're not going to have maybe not even a handful of friends. But the three solid friends that you may get out the deal should yeah. be enough. And I think that when you when you define your terms and you put things out there, it, it would eliminate the, the the wrong people and and the right people will gravitate to you. So that's that's how I operate. I don't have a lot of associates, and it's because I define things from the very beginning. Either pe- I'm I'm a person's cup of tea or I'm not a person's cup of tea. They're my cup of tea. They're not my. You know what I mean? Like because we have. We, we, we have an understanding and we're having those discussions ahead of time. We're able to determine whether we can hang or not. So I think that it's really important to, for people to know who you are so they can determine whether they want to even try to get to know you or they need to, or you can ask the right questions to get to know them so you can determine if you want to get to know them. So because you when you have those hard conversations up front, when you have those hold on, Mahogany, when you have those hard conversations up front, it weeds out the bullshit. Mm-hmm. It makes it very easy. Absolutely. Go ahead, Mahogany. 
No, I was agreeing with you. Um, mm -hmm. Aligning, aligning with principles is is the key to that. Like mm -hmm. once you yeah you, you believe your belief system is two different belief systems. Y'all really don't speak the same language. Mm -hmm. So if 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 your understanding of what loyalty and honesty and and honor is is different than the next person, then uh, if you decide to interact in that way with that person, you got to expect there's a possibility to get stabbed in the back. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't believe in those, those principles that you do. So they're not going to move in that space. You want to move in the space of your beliefs. Right. If you truly believe in loyalty, then your actions are going to be loyal actions. But if you don't, then, you, then that's not what's going to show up. Right. So to Mahogany's point, so I definitely agree with what you're saying. So in retrospect to that, so I believe if people, when people show you their true colors, you got to believe them because they're going to keep doing it over and over and over again. And if you're around people who continue to do that, then you got to reestablish the principles, which is what I had to do. So honestly, I'm speaking from experience. Been in situations before where I think he, she, whatever the case may be, is in my circle, stabbing me in the back, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I believe in that, uh, that cliche. You fool me once, okay, cool. You fool me twice, it's on me. You understand what I'm saying? It's up to you or up to us to either get out of that situation because you know what i'm saying you know you stay in that it's on you but if that continues to be a problem you gotta reestablish your principles 100 percent. yeah absolutely you know and i agree with what you guys are saying um but you guys missed one of my points when i when i pointed over the drastic and, and him and i sitting on a table and you know and and, and doing things together for, I, mean, I mean hours a day not, not five minutes not ten minutes hours a day and um i consider him my friend mm -hmm. I, not not associate okay um i don't know how he feels but i consider him my friend we we, we that's been, the problem right there yeah that is the problem i was just no, gonna say that no, 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 no. you should know how he feels yeah. no i I feel that him and I are close. But it's a feeling. It's What's a really feeling. the feeling? You got it. Here's, yeah, what, what, here's what my problem is. Here's what my problem is. Is I'm the union rep at my job. I deal with 187 drivers. And damned if I do, damned if I don't. Once again, I've never had a problem with drastic. Never had never had a problem with drastic. But you know. I feel that he's my friend. He's also allowed to have his own feeling. And, and he truly is. I truly feel that he's my friend. But he walks two miles down the road, he might say something different. And I don't know. But, but Joe. Nah, I got mad. But Joe, but Joe, 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 Joe. Go ahead. How could you truly <laughs> call him your friend if you don't know how he would you don't know his take on the relationship? Once again, once again. Him and I get along. We speak. We we eat together. We break bread together at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Okay, and I feel that I'm very, very close to him. I feel. No, no, so no. That, you, we're so not how how you what you feel. No, we're not saying that you we're don't. Saying, like, we're not saying that your feelings are not valid. We we're saying that saying, you should have had that discussion about whether y'all friends or not, establishing the friendship with him before you say y'all are friends. All right, I got I got a question for Jerry and Aziz because I agree I with you, Joe. You I see you as a friend. I, 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 hold on, yeah, I think I'm, you need to address Joe I'm, first. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm addressing Joe first. I got love for Joe. I see you as a friend, also. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
Yeah, like I would never do you foul and nothing like that. But my question to Jerry and Aziz is how do you have that discussion? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this like third grade conversation? Will you be my friend circle? Yes or no? Like, yes you know what I'm no. saying? Can't, don't, don't, the, don't, the, don't the vibe speak for themselves in certain situations? No, Yo, it doesn't. No. Because no, how could you truly hold word. somebody accountable if you don't have the conversation? So here's Joe, nice guy Joe, thinking that you guys are friends, right? Because you guys eat, you guys break bread together, you guys smile in each other's faces, you guys are just chatting it up and not talking about your friendship or the relationship, right? And what if, you know, you ended up being one of those, like the, the people that he described, like he can't even hold you to what you agreed to because you guys never had the discussion. Yes, t you could you could belittle it all you want. Take it back to third grade. Maybe you know we talked about the last time. Maybe the kids the kids have it right. But the the reality is that if you don't establish your terms, if you don't establish a relationship, then you can't hold each other accountable. So yes, you, have, you should have the conversation. He shouldn't be like Joe just jumped off the ledge and said, you know, I I consider him my friend, and he doesn't really know where you stand. Right? We made it. You made it clear today that you guys are friends and you see him as a friend. But how long have you guys been breaking bread? Hmm. I mean, we've we've I, addressed each other in those terms in the past. You know, what I'm saying as using the word friend and you know things of those sorts. So, I guess without having an articulate conversation of, do you want to be my friend? What does that mean to you? Uh, how, you know, what I'm saying what can I hold you accountable to? We haven't had those conversations. That's uh, What's expected of you? What's expected of me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't understand, like, how far do you take those conversations when, when you have those conversations? Okay, let, let's, 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 just, let's just make this layman, because you know I'm the layman guy. Like, the fact that Joe was still in question yeah. says it all. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know to answer your question. Mm -hmm. The fact that he's walking down the street, said, I felt the way, I don't mm -hmm. really know how drastic feels. That's the shot in it. Just having that discussion, I'm just letting you know, children are right about those things. Mm -hmm. Right. But children, I, children want certainty, and we lose that along the way. So what we're saying is, children are right. Yeah, Joey, Joe, are you my friend? Please circle yes or no. <laughs> yeah, that discussion. Answer your question. I circle yes, Joe. <laughs> Not that. We just, we just made a friendship here. Let me, let, me say, let, me, let me say this to you guys. I got, I got to say this to you guys. My best man at my wedding, okay, that I've known for many, many years, okay, we circled yes, okay? <laughs> and he don't want to be my friend no more for whatever reason. For, but I don't think, I don't feel that I did anything wrong to him to, to start acting the way he was acting, but we both circled yes, okay? He was the best man at my wedding. But that just goes to show that Aziz, what Aziz and, and, and Jerry are speaking of um, works. Because if, if you two said you're friends, the whole purpose of this conversation is to say that communication is necessary to keep a, a relationship going. Clear communication. And the fact that you are saying, I don't think I did anything wrong to him, but he doesn't want to be my friend no more, says y'all as so-called friends, y'all have not been communicating. Right. He should, you should know why he doesn't want to be your friend. This should, it should be a conversation. He should have enough love and respect for his friend 
Definitely. To make sure that you 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 understand why he's taking a step back if he still needs to after the, the communication takes place. So, and, go ahead, Mahogany, I'm sorry. And in regard to uh, what you said earlier about the the, 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 the stabbing of the back, when, what we're speaking of uh, with, as far as the situation with you and Drastic, not discussing whether you actually are friends or not, that lack of discussion is what gets you into those spaces. You know what I mean? Because if you're not, if you're not clear on who someone is to you, you don't know who they are to you. So while you're feeling slighted and stabbed in the back, those people didn't feel like they owed you anything. Y'all had no discussion about what, what it was that the terms that you that you saw fit for you, you guys. So you could feel that all you want. They 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 are free and 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 not uh held to the, the the standard that you feel like you're holding them to. Even though you like, oh they snaked you, they stabbed you in the back. I can guarantee you they don't feel like they did. Y'all y'all didn't have anything in place for them to feel like. Mm-hmm. So to Mahogany's point, and Joe, I'm sorry that it happened to you, the best man in your wedding, you know what I'm saying? He not, okay, cool, I get it, that's terrible. That goes back to a point that I tried to make before. So this is my question to Jerry and Aziz. Do some friendships just have an expiration date? Absolutely. Friendships. And friendships. I also want to add to that. Yeah, I think, so what, I think so, it yes. goes, some things end, and it right. is. No, 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 no. No friendship has an expiration date. Let me let me clearly state. I'm gonna say, okay. No okay. friendship has an expiration date, but when you're not friends no more, it expires. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wow. not you're not looking for that. You're not looking for it. You yeah. go into no. a friendship clearly thinking you're gonna be friends forever. You shouldn't never go into a friendship that you believe has an expiration date. It's not a friendship. Right. Agreed. It's a commitment. Agreed. A commitment means that I'm gonna ride with you for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. If you don't deserve, believe you deserve a commitment that says that, or you don't believe that you can be that type of person to somebody else, don't sign up for a friendship. Don't yeah. sign up for a romantic partnership. Right. Be clear in your terms. Like, if I'm messing with you, I'm messing with you. So I'm letting you know, like, me and you just fool around, that's it. If I just play ball with you, I'll establish that. You better be for real. Like, I'm like, yo, we just play ball, homeboy. Like friends, like they they even say the friend word. I look at them like I just play ball with dude. I don't know his kids. I don't know. His, like I'm clear. I was great. Say so you better establish that with me. <laughs> means that we are in this life together. Yeah. It means I'm gonna ride with but you. You gonna ride with me. I'm gonna raise your kids. I'm gonna help your spouse. I'm gonna do everything possible to make sure your life is a lot easier on this earth and you have quality life. So yeah, friendships don't have expiration dates, but when they're not, y'all not friends no more, they expire. So, so Joe, can I ask you a question? When, so when he was your best man, right? How long ago, so how long, the, so how long the time passed before y'all communicated? When he was my best friend, how long what? So when you got married and he was your best man because you said he don't, you don't fool each other no more. How long did it go before y'all like had a conversation or even communicated? And we conversated all the time. I mean, I went to his house. Wife and I talked. My wife and him talked. And, you know, we all got. You know, we got together. They came here to my family. You know, my my family family gathering. And then that was it. That was that. That was that was the end of it. And it hurt. It really. It really really hurt from from the, from the bottom of my heart. It, it, I just. I don't even know how to express how much it hurt. 
Yeah, he left. Did you reach? Did you validated. reach out to him? I validated a friendship. I validated in my heart. Okay, right. and it just disappeared. It just disappeared. Like 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 it was a grain of salt. And I tried and I tried and I tried. I I you know I went to the house. Oh, you know, I tried talking to him and. You know, and it, it, it almost turned into a fight. So I just walked away. But at that point in time, it was my time to walk away because I didn't want to fight nobody. I didn't want to argue with nobody. And the validation had to stop because I wasn't getting nowhere. You know, he was talking about me to my back. He was talking to me to my face. And, you know, and, and it was just, it was what it was immaturity. Might it have been in my in, in, in my part? In, I, I don't know. I can't answer that. But everybody saw it, and I saw it that it was geared towards him. Just, just, just leave, just, just leave it on a relationship. As far as we call brotherly love. Yeah, we Drastic. call them the soul, the soul takers. They leave you in purgatory. Don't give you closure. And yep. have you wondering at all times? The worst emotion is wondering why. I just yeah. anybody that values hey. you, they're gonna they give you a reason you. why. That's a fact. They're gonna give you a reason why because they understand every human being needs that closure. You know, every human being needs a clear understanding. And sometimes, you know, you walk away because you believe that person has to give you an understanding. Like I've been there where I walked away. I didn't give somebody because that person needs to come to me. When they come to me, because they need to come correct. You know your worth, so you walk off and you're like, yo, when you ready to talk, let's talk. When they come to you, then you get the closure or y'all resume the friendship. But you, we all go through that. Me and Jerry don't talk for days on end because we go back and forth. I and, wouldn't say days on end. Okay, I it, 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 lasts, it, lasts, it lasts a couple of hours. I, I mean, we touch base okay. the next day. I, I believe him. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe him. We touch base the next day, so I'm wrong. But uh, <laughs> the point is, we go at it. And I believe that that's what makes our friendship what it is. Our ability to be able to, like what you say, go not argue. We embrace the argument because we have a clear understanding that we're the same thing at the same time every time. But we do need to be on the same page. So we're gonna constantly fight. The constant fight is to be on the same page on a daily basis. And that's all it's about. Yeah, but you're talking about a friendship that's established though. I believe before you get to that part of getting stabbed in the back or somebody vanishing without an explanation, before you even agree on the terms of your friendship, you need to evaluate who is this person. You know what I'm saying? What is their core values? What is, what is their integrity like? You know what I'm saying? Because they might be agreeing to terms and they might not be the, per the type of person that abides by terms that they agree to. You know what I'm saying? So because they agreed to terms means nothing. Because you're a stand-up person and would give somebody an explanation if you walked away doesn't mean that that next person holds those same values. That's why it's important to know who you're yeah. dealing with before you, you know what I'm saying, take it to that level because two people can't walk together unless they be in agreement. So, and you can't find out whether you're in agreement or not until you first determine whether you share the same core values. Well, yeah. I wait, 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 wait. I have saying so, the same. Yeah, ag agreed. But like, let's use the example of you and Joe. Sorry, because it's it's an example up, that Juice, we talked by about. The way, what's up, Juice? Um, <laughs> hi, Juice. But anyways, 
it's really important for you, for two people, especially people that meet at work, to understand why you guys connected to begin with. It starts there, right? So you and Joe connected because you guys are around a lot of shady people, right? If, it, if you guys were in any other space, would you guys still be friends? That's number one. I think being honest about why you connected in the first place will determine how far you will go with this acquaintance. Because I know that I meet people at work all the time. We're cool at work. We chat it up. I may even sit down and have lunch with them sometimes. But it's not leaving work. Like, that's it. And we understand that we're work friends. We're work buddies. And that's the extent of our relationship. So I think that, yes, Aziz and I have, what, a 20-plus year relationship. And we've been friends for a really long time. Maybe so, yes, we've been doing this dance for a while. But when it's so easy to get caught up when we're meeting other people because we're looking for those different puzzle pieces to make us whole, right? And it really, you have to really pay attention to where we're meeting these people and why we're meeting these people and why we're connecting but who we're connected with. You, you went to college, you go to college, and there's girls up there that you would have, you would never date in the city. But because you're away at school, they look good. So <laughs> you date them. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with people at work. It's the same thing, you know, in, in small spaces. It's like you start to look at your options. You're like, oh, that's not a bad option here. But anywhere else, it probably wouldn't be. And I'm not saying that that's the case for you and Joe, but I do think that you and Joe should really have that conversation on what's connecting you guys to begin with. Is it all the negativity around you? Or is it because you guys, despite all the negativity around you, you guys have something in common outside of the shady people at work? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's where it starts. And I think the small thing to answer drastic, I just make it very simple. <laughs> Why are you friends if you don't know core values? Like, yeah, that's We're it. talking about people that are establishing saying we are friends, not people who are seeing if you can be friends. Mm -hmm. So there's a dating process with friends too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. if you're like you're 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 gonna invest in something blindly, like with your with your bread. Mm -hmm. So think every time, because you know I always go back to money, because you said you're chasing that bread. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, if yeah, I like you're to keep that on the low, though. Money, <laughs> if you're not gonna yeah, do that with drastic. money, think about that. Yeah. Why would you do that with your heart, mm -hmm. your life, your mm -hmm. life support? Like, why? So, yeah, you're going to invest in somebody that you believe in. Is it, are they necessarily going to be everything you said they are? Maybe, maybe not. You get what I'm saying? But that's what the investment is. Like, a relationship is just a lifelong investment. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you're right. That's all it is. Nobody, you can't even say you're going to wake up every day and be that same person. Yep. So you what you have to, to have an understanding is is you wake up every day to be that same person. Absolutely. You have to establish who you are first. You got to establish your relationship terms. You have to establish exactly what you're buying into and wake up every day maintaining that. Then we had that discussion. Everybody's talking about growth in a relationship. Once the relationship is there, you're trying to maintain it because there's too many yeah. factors trying to keep you from maintaining that relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to just maintain it. So you wake up every day, don't sign a contract you're not willing to sign up for for a lifetime. Just like I'm the godchild of, um, godfather of Jerry's child, right? I signed up. I show up every day since then. I wouldn't have signed that contract if I wasn't ready. You better believe that. There's some people I'll be like, yo, you real cool. I don't have time for you. 
Mm-hmm. It's too many people to occupy my time. I can't give you the amount of time necessary for us to really forge a strong relationship. And it has nothing to do with them. They they just showed up at the wrong time. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. Hey, you can have I to be clear on what you have to give? You have to be clear on everything that you go about with what you go about doing, but you can't live in fear. What y'all talking about is the what ifs. I can't keep on checking the what ifs. I can check what is. What's in front of me is this person upstanding, looking like they dope, looking like this. They look like we're in it for, for the long haul. I'm making them my friend. Can we both agree that this is what we're going to put in for a lifetime? Yeah, we both agree. Shake hands, give a hug, and y'all walking through life together. That's all so you want. Just moving. to be clear, all your friends, when you consider friends, you've already had this conversation with. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Clearly. If you guys don't mind me asking, how long has this group been together? What do you mean group as far as what? Online online chat. Oh, since since the the virus really hit? March. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been here since March, but I've known Aziz since I was a freshman in college. No, he's talking about just the chat. Oh, 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 yeah. Just like March. Going down memory lane. They they was Uh, they was already doing a podcast prior to this though, and they got mad discussions out there. So yeah, we were podcasting um, originally, and then once they shut down the studio, huh? We're still podcasting. Well, we are still podcasting. Sorry, but once we once we they shut down the once the studio was shut down and we had to kind of transition. We had to transition. We decided to go live every Monday so that we can kind of we can have these discussions about relationships online live. So we still have podcasts, so you can check that out as well. Okay, I want relationship with this with this chat line right here because y'all I'm, I'm enjoying myself in traffic i am so mad at you that you're just introduced you didn't even introduce me i seen your <laughs> pop goes the weasel it's <laughs> real and i love it and i, I thank, I, you. I, I thank appreciate you joe we appreciate you we appreciate you it's because y'all don't even know if y'all friends yet that's why he invite you. This my last show. See how you broke with me, man. This my last show. You don't, you don't cut me off, man. You got to show up every week now. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We're gonna hold you to that, Joe. Yeah, Listen. we want, we want everybody to show up. We we constantly have these discussions. I mean, we we went a minute over, so you know we wanna we wanna really have these discussions and continue to have them. I mean, every okay. Monday, yeah, this is another goodie. Nine o'clock, we're gonna keep on diving in and we're gonna keep on listening to everybody's feedback and really like let's have these discussions because we really want everybody to have meaningful relationships and stop the polit- being politicians in relationships. Like we're taught to be political, but relationships mean that you take off all you your raw as can be. You show up with everything you are, and you and they still love you for it. Absolutely, they're not tolerating mm-hmm. you. So have the discussion, drastic and Joe, figure out that friendship, see if it's it, it's for real. Have those discussions, circle yes or no. <laughs> no or maybe. Mahogany, as usual, it's always dope. Thank you for having me. You know, Darrell, thanks for actually showing up and talking a little more. Yes, I appreciate that, Darrell. He got company, that's why. 
Hold on, what happened? What you say? I said you got company. That's why you showing out. Oh, that was obvious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Juice, Queen, everybody that showed up. Emily, Jessica. You know, explain to them that, you know, we're here for y'all. And if y'all more private, we got relationship building services. Go to accountablelove.com. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, but and know. if you want to, and once this is all over and we don't have these anymore, we'll be offering group sessions just like this on our website as well. It's a fee, um, but um, you could check that out as well. I will I bring it on, and I'm, I'm gonna text y'all, give you my number. So when y'all do move, because I don't know, I don't do the online thing, like I see, and I seen draft name. And I said, it's, it's on. I got some things to say. Mahogany's face. What? <laughs> 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 I mean, inbox us. Let us know what's going on, man. We have your email information, so you'll be getting all the feeds. Everybody will be getting it's email notification. Y'all be getting right, so I look forward to it every week, man. Every Monday, I look forward to it. I really do. Yeah. Bless you. Hey, we appreciate you too, Darrell. No. I appreciate y'all. So Bless you, so. y'all. We love y'all. Thank you. All right, y'all. All right, everyone, have a good night. Good night, everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.